I'm your host, your coach, and your professor that founded my company, Worth Results, to help people maximize their potential and achieve what they want out of life. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that has profound meaning, I believe, for all of us. It's energy. So, put away all your distractions, focus on today's lesson, because this podcast class is now in session. Energy. Well, what a great topic. How much energy do you have? Nowadays, I think the subject of your energy appears to dominate a lot of conversations, especially in the morning. The question like, how are you doing? Opens a floodgate for us to review our level of energy and then respond. And we can respond like, I'm good, or man, I'm tired. What we're really doing is trying to figure out what frequency is our energy level at and what level of vibration we're actually on. I've mentioned this before, and we are in, all in, a state of vibration. Everything on earth vibrates. It is a natural law, the law of vibration. People are in a constant state of vibration, and each of our levels of vibration involves certain frequencies. Each frequency has a certain connotation. So, If I was holding up a piece of paper, that paper is vibrating at a certain frequency that we apply to paper, and therefore we call it paper. Each of us have energy levels that allow us to vibrate higher or lower depending on our energy output or our frequency of vibrational output. I used to think actually vibration was very harmful to the body, but what I didn't realize is I was confusing normal vibration levels with high levels of vibration, those that go against our own human frequency of vibration, and that can be very harmful. So I'm going to give you an example. Hold a jackhammer and operate that for hours on end. We see construction workers do it all the time. That intense level of vibration is not in sync with our own human level of vibration. So after repeated exposure to that type of vibration, the body's going to weaken. Earthquakes, they're another example of a high level of harmful vibration. This is why we see so much destruction around an earthquake. And the higher the Richter scale of that earthquake, the more damage it's going to provide. However, in understanding earthquakes and their behavior, engineers and architects are designing buildings and bridges to have within them inherent vibration absorbers or shock absorbers to offset those damaging levels of vibration. But guess what? The building and the bridge still vibrate, but on its own frequency. When we have positive energy, we vibrate on a positive frequency, which causes us to send that frequency out into the world, and that frequency acts like a magnet and draws like frequency waves back towards us. That piece of paper stays together because it vibrates as all the other paper cells do, and they stay together. That entire process is another universal law, which is called the law of attraction. I've mentioned that before too. When we become down or negative, well, guess what? We transmit that negative level of energy out into the world and now that acts as a magnet and we get it back. Ever wonder why you feel tired when you're around someone who constantly is negative or constantly complaining? Because they're vibrating that negative energy and sending it out to you. 
Alternatively, if you ever have that super positive, ultra energetic person around you that can also drain you, (laughs) why? Well, because they're taking your positive energy away. Why? Because they are a stronger magnet than you are. Some people call that an energy vampire, which for me, I think is a little bit negative way to describe an extremely energetic and positive person. Um, Being called a vampire assumes they're purposely trying to suck that energy out of you. And for me, most of those I find quite exhilarating, but I can appreciate over a long period of time, yeah, they can become a little draining. Why? Well, we're not on the same frequency. Now, I can talk about how to improve your energy levels, practice manifestation and gratitude and stay positive, but that assumes each part of the body is flowing on the same level of vibration. And while that makes sense, it doesn't always happen that way. That's why people develop disease. Now, let's break that word down. It means dis-ease. Something is amiss in our bodies. For that to have, um, for those who have ever visited a chiropractor, basically the concept is the same. Our body has a series of nerves which fire on certain frequencies. And when we have nerve blockages that chiropractors call subluxations, those messages are stopped from moving from the brain to the rest of the body. And then with that blockage, disease sets in. So chiropractors, osteopaths, they work on unblocking those blockages to ensure the energy or those messages flow freely. In that same light, when body parts of our body get vibrational blockages, we need something to unblock them. Enter the world of chakra energy. Now, I've known about the seven chakra zones for some time, but more recently, I've just finally, honestly, put two and two together. I've seen the crystal stores for years, and it wasn't really until a good friend and I went to a recent National Day of Truth and Reconciliation event in my hometown where I saw a local native vendor having chakra stones. Of course, I looked at the meanings and and what they open up and repair, and I thought, oh, that's great. So I bought one for me. I bought one for my husband and son. A few weeks later, I was out with some friends and and we went into another crystal store and I saw something different this time, chakra singing bowls. I was fascinated by the look of them. They were colorful or they were white. Some were big, some were small. And when I bought a few more stones, the clerk Um, took those newly purchased stones, put them into a chakra bowl, and cleansed them for me. Now, not with water, but with vibration. It was beautiful. What a great idea, I thought to myself. So I asked the clerk more about them. And my friend that I was with actually knew about it and, and learned about the vibration of the singing bowls and how Each singing bowl will vibrate on a different frequency to unblock certain areas of the body to allow for free-flowing vibrations. Oh my God, why didn't I ever make that connection before? I've known about positive vibration and energy for years, and I knew about chakras, but didn't connect the energy and the vibration. I realized then and there, have to have one. Now... I was seeing crystal ones and metal ones, colored ones, plain ones, Tibetan ones, Napolitan ones, and so on. It was so hard to choose just by the look. And you know what? They're not cheap. In that store that I was 
not going to name. The cheapest metal one, I think, was like $189, which fit in the palm of my hand. And the cheapest crystal one was like $350. And that was bigger than my purse. So no small investment for this new infatuation of mine. Now, look didn't help. Price didn't help with the choice. So I had to go to the clerk. Which one should I get? And, you know, with any time that you go to a clerk and ask, which one should I buy? You expect them to just tell you the one you should start out with first. You know, I was thinking I'm a beginner. So give me a beginner singing bowl and then I'll just graduate up. No, it doesn't work like that. She said, she said, just go with whichever one feels right. And depending on the bowl, There are different pitches, there are different sounds and different vibrations because sound travels on waves of vibration. So depending on what you want to unblock will determine what sound you want. Well, how do I know what I want to unblock? How do I know what is even blocked? I thought. So of the seven chakras, there are seven sounds and seven colors. The lowest sound is C. And I think of my piano lessons that I took as a child. Okay, I know the piano notes, C to B. Okay, C, got it. C is the root chakra. It's located at the base of the spine. Okay, here we go. Chiropractic lessons again. It deals with balance. It's symbolized by the color red. Ooh, I like red. Okay, sounds good. Second chakra is the sacral chakra, chakra, which is a D note and the color orange. And it's just located below the navel. Okay, got that. The third is the solar plexus, which is an E note, has a color of yellow and located below the chest. The fourth is the heart, which has an F note, color green, and of course is the center of the chest. The fifth is the throat. Okay, I thought. And of course represents communication. All right, that makes sense. And it's a light blue and okay, the note G. The sixth is called the third eye. Creepy. But it deals with intuition and imagination. Okay, cool. All right. Um, And it's the color indigo blue, and it deals with the note of A. All right. And the last number, seven, is crown. Oh, I like that. That is, as it suggests, is the top of the head, the final note B, and it represents by the color purple. Wow, this is cool. Okay. I get it. Different sounds, different parts of the body deal with unblocking what is blocked. They have cool colors, interesting names. Okay, great. But I still didn't know what I should get. So needless to say, I didn't buy one there. But when I got home, I started researching metal versus crystal pros and cons, large versus small pros and cons, man-made or handmade pros and cons. And I really thought about what I needed or wanted to unblock. When we were at the store, my friend said, oh, I should start with the root or the red bowl. Because you know what? If that's off balance, the whole rest of the (laughs) body can't be in balance. Well, that makes sense. It's like if your feet are in pain, the rest of your body isn't going to be, you know, comfortable. So I get that. And, you know, I, I do love red. So I researched the root. It provides the foundation of life. Okay, stands for stability, safety, security. The imbalance attributes show themselves through fear, anxiety, and scattered energies. Now, I know few people that fits that description, but honestly, I wasn't finding that those areas were a huge issue for me. At least I thought so anyway. 
Certainly not the safety and security. I'm good there. Interestingly enough, there needs to be a good level of introspection done with this. And looking at my series of living boldly, okay, maybe red is a good choice. Well, so I looked at number two, sacral. That sounds cool. Orange, great color. Let's look at that one. Represents creative and sexual energies. Okay. Imbalance would manifest itself in lack or repressed creativity. No, not there. Sexual dysfunctions. Well, I'm going to sound like a bit of a guy here, but no. And emotional isolation and withheld intimacy. Have you met me yet? No. That is a no for me. All right. Well, let's go on to number three. Solar plexus. Ooh, very Greek sounding name. Represents self-esteem, willpower, social responsibility, pleasure, personal responsibility. Okay. Ooh, I like the sound of this. This is good. And represented by yellow. Yay. Happy color. Check and check. Imbalance is shown via low self-esteem, control issues, misuse of power, and manipulative tendencies. Well, some of those are good, and I love it, but I don't know if I actually have a block in that area at this present time, but I'll keep it in mind. All right, on to number four, the heart, green color, love it, great, represents love, self-love, governs our relationships, depression, difficulty in relationships, lack of self-discipline. Again, some of them feel great, and some of them are different. I'm not really needing to focus on relationships. I'm good there. All right. Well, let's look at five. Ah, yes, the throat. Now, being a professional speaker, that's something that is important to me. So making sure I can communicate clearly and effectively, now you're talking. Sorry for the pun. (laughs) Anyway, lovely lighter blue color, wonderful. Imbalances can be seen through shyness, being withdrawn, arrogance, and increased anxiety. Okay, I continue to see where picking this can be challenging because what if not all of these imbalances apply? I think it's important to remember that if one of these apply, then it may be worth having. And while being shy or withdrawn is certainly not my situation, anxiety and keeping my arrogance in check, well, you know what? That's worth exploring. So I think this one might be on the short list for sure. Now for the creepy one, the third eye. And if any of you ever watched the most recent Doctor Strange movie, you can see why I get a little creeped out by that third eye title. So it's locally located in the center of the head between the eyebrows. I'm trying not to get creeped out here, but it does deal with intuition and foresight and is driven by openness and imagination. Perfect. Everyone should want this one title aside. And for me, it's something that I believe I have, but also want to expand. Imbalances include lack of direction and lack of clarity. Very, very important in success. So I think outside of the title, which obviously I need to get over, we may have a winner. Dark indigo blue, lovely. So here's something interesting. Remember I said that I bought some chakra stones from that vendor at the National Day of Truth and Reconciliation? Well, the stone is called a blue appetite, which not spelled appetite as in food. Um, I'm sure I'm saying it differently, but it's a combination of the third eye and throat. It takes care of both. Yay. I can see why I chose it. Those two areas are important to me. 
But again, it's a stone. It doesn't vibrate. Oh, but I just finished saying everything vibrates. So, hey, maybe that works. But let's not forget the seventh chakra, the crown, which represents the top of the head. It represents the state of higher consciousness and connection. And imbalances include cynicism, closed-mindedness, very important for many people. And interestingly enough, those that suffer with headaches, I think that this might be an option for you. But for me, purple, that's the color, and it's very regal and very befitting a crown, but that isn't something I suffer from. Cool to always have, though, just in case. In the end, I wasn't ready to purchase all of them. I think it was a good idea in some point that I do have all of them, but I wanted to start with one. And if I can play it on air, I would. It actually takes a lot of concentration and practice, but the one I got is beautiful. For those that hopefully believe now that you do vibrate and our energy is important to have in balance, you may want to explore chakra stones and or chakra singing bowls. The energy you have is too important not to be in a positive vibration and finding a natural way to unblock any physiological or psychological blockages is great for living your best and longest possible life. I really encourage you to check them out. I think you'll enjoy it. I know I am. That's it for today. Thanks so much for listening. I know there are a lot of choices out there and I'm so happy you spent your time with us today. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a lesson. If you want to talk about your own story or have a specific question to be answered next time, head over to worthresults.com and connect with me. I would love to hear from you. See you next time.